Enjoy this flyover clip. Like I grew up in, in Christian school through sixth grade and then eventually later graduated in high school there. But, you know, um, you know, Bible quiz went to church, you know, this whole bit. And so you're 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 surrounded by Christianity. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it's kind of God created the earth and da, 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 da. They cover a little bit on that. They kind of get to Genesis six. It seemed kind of cool I, as a kid. I'm like, this is right. interesting. What's this? And these mighty men of renowned and they're still oh, what? And, you know, sons of men, daughters, and God be like, hey, yo, you know, question here, you know, and it was like, nah, 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 we're kind of onto the Ten Commandments and we're going to focus on that for the rest of the year. And then then we're going to kind of just jump over to uh, Jesus born and then uh, rose from the dead. And that's kind of the extent of it. You know, it's like 99% of all the effort was on those events. God created the world. There's Ten Commandments. Jesus was born. Jesus died and rose from the grave. And it's like, that's good because you got the gospel, you know, tied into it. But. There's a whole lot of interesting stuff that they're kind of skipping around and going past that you just kind of like, you know, I'd ask these questions in school. I'm like, well, you know, um, Goliath was a giant. Was there a lot of giants rocking around still then? Or was this like, uh, was he just an anomaly? Says he's got a bunch of brothers. One of them had six fingers. Like these things are fascinating to me. Like as a kid, right. I was, I was like chomping at the bit. Like what about all this other stuff? And then, then, then as I learned about like the book of Enoch and there's a lot of stuff going on here. And then, you know, Jesus's brother Jude quoted the book of Enoch. Is that all legit? Is that not legit? And why is it, you know, like I was this curious kid that luckily I had enough fire that on my own in private, I kind of kept that going because the the mechanism I, I was surrounded by just squashed all that. It was kind of more like, well, don't cheat, lie, and don't smoke for sure. Don't smoke, never drink, don't do this, and then you'll be fine. You know, it was kind of the, you know, the, the the main crux of it. And and I was like, this is super interesting content here. Like, you know, that that we're kind of skipping past. Okay, so of those two books. The, the stronger case could be made for, for Enoch and the, um, uh, by, well, uh, a strong case can be made for both of them. I can tell you sort of the pros and the cons. Now, in the book of Enoch's case, Jude quotes it, and the fragments that you have look identical. So what you would have to believe in the case of Enoch is that somebody took that and kind of developed a text around it. Um, I, I find that really, really implausible, particularly considering the fact that you had full copies of it in Ethiopian Bibles. They just simply never removed it. So, and these were found in like 1776 or, or thereabouts. The, that's substantial. That's substantial evidence. And the in the Book of Yasher's case, the Book of Yasher, you. You, you don't. OK, so what you have with Yasher, the 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 earliest copy that there is, I think, comes from 1700 or 1600 out of Italy. Now, in Yasher's case, whether you were if it were a if it were a fabrication, it was an incredibly talented fabricator. But even if it were, it's still based on legends that you already have from other sources, not only including the biblical source. So, right. And it's kind of an expansion on many of those stories, quite a lot of them, including the Nimrod one, including the uh, the, the expanded parts of Sodom and, you can find, and Abraham. You can find these in a variety of other sources. So you'd be arguing. So one would be arguing if it were a fabrication, then it were a fabrication based on actual legends that existed that were. You see my point mm-hmm. in this? A lot of people died in this COVID 
time frame that were that were real fighters. And one of them was a man named Bob Inyard. Okay. And um, he was a very close friend of mine, and he would argue with me vigorously about these books. And at the time, it made me oftentimes very angry, and now I kind of miss it. But um, but I would always go back to him because he was he was very uh, he was very solid in the word of God. He was one of the most clever debaters on creation and evolution, probably the top one in the in the world. The and I'd like to touch on that in, in just a second. So, yeah, that's Bob right there. He was an incredible friend and he uh, he was one of quite a few AM radio show hosts that did not make it through the covid and one of the last things he was doing, he was he actually took wins in Denver courts on the on the lockdowns. Some of the best arguments I've used, many of them came from Bob Inyard and work that he had done. Okay. In fact, I did one film with him called Jurassic. What his argument would have been is that uh, they're simply outside of the Bible, so you can't use them. Now, I would ask Bob and retort to that. I would say, well, Bob, have you read them? Well, of course, I'm a biblical scholar. I have to know what they say. Well, OK. Well, so the same applies to to everybody else, Bob, that if they if they want to uh, read them, they um, uh, I, I really think they should. I believe they are genuine. Um, Bob didn't. And his main reason is if 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 it falls outside the text, I'm not going to use it. Now, I would commonly come back to Bob and state a lot of the documents you're using to support what you believe come from actual pagan artifacts like the Atrahasis tablet or the uh, or the Sumerian Kings list or the so the a lot of this supportive stuff um, comes from outside of the Bible. Um, in the case of the in the case of those books, um, I, for one, David, I believe that they're real, but uh, but I think that they're also whether one did or didn't. I think they're worthy of I think they're worthy of reading. So, would you consider and maybe make a list like what are all the the these like extra biblical texts the the most you know the the Book of Jubilee, Yasher, Enoch? Uh, so you would that be considered you there? Well, you have a lot of pseudepigrapha works that came particularly out of the Middle Ages. And a lot of these are, are kind of, uh, um, we had a lot of pseudepigrapha. And what this means is a bogus text that's ascribed to another author. And that's what okay. Bob would have. So, and the book of Yasher isn't a person's name. It Commonly, it would mean book of the upright would be a common uh uh, definition of what that book's title is. So, and it's kind of a documentary style uh documentary style explanation of uh, of events from the old testament in enoch's case enoch is claiming to be from from the actual enoch and if that's true then it would be a record that was kept on that boat with noah now if you read like like the books of adam and eve from the garden you can you can tell a distinct difference and i don't mean to chuckle at that but i would even recommend doing it picking up some of the other collections that you can buy of these these books Adam and Eve in the garden and these other kind of things. And I think you're going to immediately see a distinct difference between, for example, Yasher and Enoch and books like Adam and Eve. Right. They're, they're just, you're going to tell the difference really, really quickly. And uh, there's a spirit behind it that um, that is very much like the spirit that you're reading and um, 
uh, actually in some of the more passionate books of the Bible, like Revelation or uh, the book of Daniel in Enoch's case. I, I really have felt real strong. I, I, I have used Enoch quite a bit in these uh, in these new films and Yasher. And um, and one of the reasons for that is there like in this new Exodus one. So Osiris is talked about in the in the in the Yasher one. So where does okay. this character Osiris come from? Well, in Yasher, it walks you through it. I mean, he was one of the one of the first kings and he gets the empire stolen from him and he gets cut up into bits by another guy that comes in and uh, kind of swindles him out of the empire. So and then when you read the Egyptian text and the Egyptian text says, yeah, he was cut up into little bits and here he is. He's the green god. He's actually the first soil and grain because um, he's he's the he's the he's the green god of the Egyptians and the the yeah. legend they have is he was cut into bits and he was thrown here there and yonder and um and uh, and that's probably true and then you would pay taxes to him afterwards so um okay and um but but you have a, so a lot of the so backdrop, in those books there's also like uh there's like the book of Mary you know that comes along later there's you know just there's uh. I've, I've not I've not read this or looked at it, but you see like on the Discovery Channel or, or National, they'll have like a, there's the there was a book of Judas. There's a book of Thomas. Right. There's like all these things that kind of came around, you know, that that, that we obviously I, I think in, in when you hear people speak are not considered even in the remote context of authority or legitimacy or uh, enough meet the criteria of multiple copies found that, that the jive, all that kind of stuff as like the book of Enoch. Is that correct? Also, if you, yeah. Also, if you read, also, if you read them, David, if you, you know, so I haven't read the book of Mary, but I've, I, uh, I've, I've heard of it. And here, here's where, if you, if you read them, you're going to, with many of them, you're going to tell a difference immediately. You, you can, and, it's like, Oh, this is a different kind of uh it, like you said a heart behind it. You can kind of feel that in the process. Your take and philosophy is we have the 66 books of the Bible. And yeah. and then if you look at this other context, would you look at it maybe similar to like how I'd look at your book or anything? I was like, I'll look at this. If I read something in there that was like, you know, actually God created the world nine days or something. And you got some evidence why nine days. I'd be like, well, the Bible says this. So I'm probably gonna have to let Trey's idea sit to the side. You know, but this is still interesting reading, but I'm not ever going to contradict or take above the 66 books for the sake of anything additional. But I might be willing to look at it and take that in because some of those stories add color and enhancement. And like it just it just it's a it's a better, more fuller picture of what I already have in the 66 in Genesis specifically. Is that what you would I say? The Lord had it. OK, so the, the, the versions of the Bible that we have now. I, I believe, and, and people will say it's been messed with and this, that, and the other thing. I think the Lord has had his hand on everything here the whole time. And that those books that are in there are the ones that he, uh, like where Bob would stick, that he wanted you to have. Uh, I think there's all sorts of weird stuff that's gone on on this planet that hey, even the pagans are telling the truth about stuff in some respect. It's just a messier, it's just a messier version of, of, of a, um, of a story. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how in 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. Wow. You could buy the, the jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. 
today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a <laughs> handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com, fill out your information for your free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. Do your feet ache and throb in pain with every step you take every day of your life? Kiss those days goodbye with slippers from MyPillow.com. How about that flimsy, flat little excuse for a pillow that's nothing but eight hours of disappointment? Causing you pain in your neck every single night. You can wake up with nothing but butterflies and rainbows around your head with a MyPillow pillow. Those hard wood floors hurting your old bones. No more with a MyPillow dog bed. Are your towels worn thin, flimsy, more patchy than Joe Biden's memory? There's nothing better than absorbent towels from MyPillow.com. For all of these products and more, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code FLYOVER for up to 66% off. For more great content, go to FlyOverConservatives.com. 